A while back, I covered the murders of Teresa Fusco and Jacqueline Mutterella, and the disappearance of Kelly Ann Morrissey. At the end of the episode, I briefly mentioned another girl who was found murdered and suspected to be connected to these other girls, and that was 14-year-old Laura Parker. It was brought to my attention by a listener that there are eerily similar elements of Laura Parker's case and Teresa, Jacqueline, and Kelly, but that Laura's case has not received much attention. All of these cases still remain unsolved, and so on this week's episode of Cold Girls, we will be returning to Long Island, New York, to cover the unsolved murder of Laura Parker. Girl Found Dead is Missing Teen was the headline on September 12, 1984. In May of 1984, Laura Parker, who was 14, had gone missing. She was a freshman in Lindenhurst High School in Long Island, New York. According to her neighbors, she was a quiet little girl who was always dressed very cleanly and cute. Laura was adopted by James and Patricia Parker. And in an article, her mother states, Laura was a very caring young woman. She loved the school choir and had dreams of eventually becoming a singer. But Laura was also a very careful girl. Her parents state that she never got into strangers' cars, she never cut school, and had never run away before. She was last seen after the last period bell, right before her softball practice, that was half an hour after that last bell. According to Reddit user Bette Davis Midler, Lindenhurst is a cliche suburb with mostly a white demographic. Lindenhurst is a 20-minute drive from Lynbrook, where Teresa, Jacqueline, and Kelly went missing. And even more disturbing, Jacqueline lived in Lindenhurst as a young girl. Returning to Laura's case, apparently it was determined that Laura's disappearance was not an abduction and was ruled as a runaway case. It was ruled this way because when police talked to Laura's friends, they stated that she had been having arguments with her father, and friends would often see her, and she told them that she wouldn't go home. It was rumored also that she had apparently talked about running away, and according to another Reddit user who was in Laura's math class, she had told the entire class that she was planning on running away. This goes against how her parents described her but it could be possible that Laura and her parents were just having regular teenage arguments and it was nothing too serious. I do think it's inappropriate for the police to have jumped to that conclusion right away because many young teens state that they want to quote unquote run away after a fight at home. Unfortunately, Laura's case has very little information online, but she is one of the many young women who were missing or murdered in Nassau County during this time period. According to a New York Times article, the detectives working on this case actually attended the high school that Laura went to, which made the case even more emotional for those working on it. So here's what happened to Laura. 
Reddit user who claimed to have been friends with Laura states that on the day she went missing, she had asked this friend to cut class with her and hang out near the handball courts, which were across the woods from where her body was later found. The user states that they didn't go, but Laura ended up going. Laura was found murdered close to the high school that she disappeared from, in a wooded area, rolled up in a rug. I am suspicious about this Reddit user's claims, because we can never tell if people online are genuine or trying to insert themselves into the case. But a few other users who also claimed to know Laura stated the same thing, that Laura did not run away and she'd cut class on purpose that day. The user who mentioned being in Laura's math class also states that Laura was considered a burnout because she smoked cigarettes and cut class. And this user also states that Laura was a bit of a loner in school. In an article released shortly after finding her body, the press indicates that detectives stated that Laura may have died from natural causes because upon initial inspection, there was nothing to indicate fractures. The place that Laura was found was called the hut, and it is described as a four and a half foot deep hole covered with plywood. Apparently many teenagers were around the hole during the time that Laura was missing, but they didn't see the body. One day, a group of young boys decided to clear out the hole, assuming that they wanted to hang out in it, and they had ended up moving the carpet that was covering Laura's body. The teens saw a shoe and skull, and they went home to tell their parents, who returned to the hole to check it out, and then called the police. Articles about this case state that it is believed that Laura never left Lindenhurst and was either strangled or smothered to death. The reason that they believe that she never left or was killed on the same day is because Laura was found in the same clothes that she disappeared in. There were some reported sightings of Laura around the community, but none had been confirmed. James Parker, Laura's father, was steadfast in finding his daughter. Neighbors reported he was constantly putting up signs, and when a truck driver reported seeing Laura in New York, James reportedly traveled the streets all night looking for her. In one article, he said he saw someone who looked like his daughter walking, and when he went to grab her, it was someone else. The investigation supposedly only lasted one week. However, there was three and a half months of anguish that the Parkers had to endure until Laura was found. For example, the Parkers received a prank call where a female caller said, Daddy, will you come get me? James kept repeating, where are you? But then upon hearing the laughter in the background, he knew that it was a prank call. Children were also told by their parents in these three and a half months not to talk to police. And police actually described the overall help by the students and the community as poor. The Parkers could not take the trauma and they eventually moved out of Lindenhurst. It is reported in an article that Patricia Parker had adopted Laura after six miscarriages and an infant who died days after birth. So it's no wonder that this family had experienced an extreme amount of trauma over losing Laura. A lot of this information in this episode is from a Reddit thread. There is not a lot of internet presence on the case. I will be linking the Reddit thread below as it contains a lot of very useful information as well as access to archived documents about Laura's case. One thing mentioned in this thread is that there was no memorial at all for Laura, and her case even became considered an urban legend 
because there was simply nothing about this case to be found to prove that it actually happened. Normally, the lack of a memorial wouldn't be odd if there were no other memorials in the town. However, in this case, it is odd because there was other memorials, just not one for Laura. The whole air around the case seems weird. The students not wanting to talk or not being told to talk. There aren't many suspects in this case. However, one name in particular was thrown around. The name is not disclosed online, obviously for privacy reasons, but this person became considered a suspect in the case. It's not mentioned whether he was considered formally by police or just those who knew Laura. This person was a drug dealer and apparently an overall bad person. He died in 2004, but he had some run-ins with the police. And apparently there was a rumor that this person had gotten rough with a young girl a week before Laura disappeared. Laura also had a boyfriend during this time who had broken up with her shortly before she disappeared. And he was involved in the drug scene and states that the supposed drug dealer slash suspect had a friend who had a red rug in the room where Laura's ex-boyfriend had once bought drugs from. Apparently after Laura disappeared, her ex-boyfriend went to buy drugs again and the rug was gone and replaced by a new one. It is important to know that Laura's ex-boyfriend was never a suspect and their relationship was innocent teenage stuff. I also personally do not think that he had any involvement with the case. Another girl had also gone missing previously in the town and was found after she was kidnapped and being forced into prostitution. I want to say a couple of things here. We don't know if Laura had tried drugs or did them or what her relationship was like to the suspected drug dealer who had ended up passing away in 2004. Understanding more about Laura's relationships and her personal life could maybe have offered a lot more clues if the people around her were willing to talk. I'm going to draw some parallels now between Laura Parker, Teresa Fusco, Jacqueline Mattarella, and Kelly Morrissey. Teresa's body, like Laura's, was also found in a wooded area covered by debris and Jacqueline and Teresa were killed in the same way. It was never released how exactly Laura had died, so it's hard to draw a comparison there. One of the main theories about Laura's murder, and part of the reason why this case has been brought up in connection to Teresa, Jacqueline, and Kelly, is that at the time of Laura's murder, it appeared that there was a serial killer operating on Long Island. This seems like a good theory, considering the girls were all around the same age, and found in somewhat similar locations. But I want to break this theory down a bit. Some could argue against a serial killer because not all of the girls were found and killed in a similar manner that could signify an MO. However, sometimes in a case with a serial killer, the initial few murders are quite different because the individual doing the killing is for lack of a better word, figuring out or refining their style. In Laura's case, she disappeared after school in the afternoon, which means that she was potentially surrounded by many other students who would have seen something. Teresa, on the other hand, disappeared after her shift at 9.45 at night, which was a very different time than Laura. It may have also been easier to abduct someone in that time than after school. So this brings me to my next point, that it may be a possibility that Laura knew the person who killed her or she had come to know them and maybe they had a plan to meet after school. 
The one Reddit user I mentioned earlier in the episode who claimed to have been friends with Laura believes that Laura went into the woods voluntarily and something happened accidentally in there. If what this user says is true, she may have planned to meet someone and asked the friend to come, but since the friend said no, Laura ended up going alone. It is also unclear if Laura was killed in the woods or at another location and then brought to the woods. The serial killer theory sounds plausible, and it is a possibility. However, if we had more information about each of these cases, perhaps we could make a timeline to draw more conclusions. Another theory is that perhaps Laura's death was covered up. This theory stems from the bizarre silence around her case. Perhaps there was an accident around friends or at school and people panicked and disposed of her body. Some also believe the reported sightings and prank phone calls were an effort to mislead the police and family. Some also say that how Laura was discovered seems fishy, almost as if there was a rumor that there was a body in the woods, and so the kids went to look and eventually found it. This theory makes sense if we consider the fact that people were very quiet about the case and also refusing to talk to police. I also found on Reddit that apparently Laura's mother had wanted the funeral procession to go by her school, but this request was denied, and some people use this bit of information as backing for the theory of a cover-up. However, I feel that this may have been as an effort to dispel rumors. From what I've managed to find online, Here is my personal theory. I do not believe Laura was killed that day in the woods, mostly because it is after school and kids will usually go to their hangout spots like the hut to smoke or to do whatever. I think Laura cut class the day she went missing to go and meet someone that she knew in the woods. From there, I believe they went somewhere else, possibly to a house where Laura was then killed, potentially on accident, rolled up in a rug, and then brought back to that spot, possibly because the killer or killers knew that it was filled with debris and a body could be easily concealed there. I also think Laura was not killed in the woods specifically because of the rug. A rug is not normally what someone would bring to conceal a body because it's heavy and it's hard to carry around. I think Laura's death was an accident at a house because of the use of the rug to conceal the body. Some people think it's odd that Laura was found where police had searched or so close to where she disappeared from. I do not think this is the case, because if Laura was considered a runaway, then she may not have been given that thorough of a search. You have to remember that the search went on for about a week. I also don't think it's strange, because in Italy, there was a young woman named Elisa Claps who disappeared from her local church and was found many years later in the attic of that same church where she had gone missing from. Sometimes investigators miss things, or they just don't look closely. Laura Parker's murder is incredibly bizarre and underreported. I want to thank the listener who sent in this case and encourage other listeners to send cases that you would like covered on the show. If you have any questions or theories about Laura Parker's case or other cases I've covered, or if you would like to submit a case to the show, you can send an email to coldgirlspodcast at gmail.com. 
or you can find the show on Twitter at Cold Girls Pod.